everybody. Welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here again with me today. As usual, I have got one awesome, awesome guest. I have got Harry John with me today and she is an absolute inspiration in the property industry. She is doing so many amazing things. So Harry, welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, thanks for having me, Natasha. I'm Harry John. So I'm a graduate currently at Cushion and Wakefield, but I'm also co-founder of a new networking organisation called Creation, um, which runs free events for people starting out in their careers in property. Amazing. And everything that you're doing is just growing and supporting the young generation of property. I love it. I think it's such a great idea. So thank you so much for introducing that to the industry. It's amazing. So, first question, why did you decide to get into the property industry? So, I think this is actually a really difficult question. <laughs> People always ask, and you're like, why did I get into the property industry? Um, I think for me, there wasn't really a moment where I was like, right, now I'm going to do this. I've always kind of been fascinated with buildings and been really lucky that my mum's taken me around world and to new places and I was always like oh, wow they're all so different why are they different and mm -hmm. been fascinated with like the built environment um so I think I always knew I wanted to do something in property originally I wanted to be an architect because no one in my family was in property and um, when a young kid likes buildings everyone around you is like ah you want to be an architect so I yeah. was like yeah I want to be an architect um <laughs> and did go to architecture school for half a year and uh turned around and was like, nope, not for me. It, it's not as much like Sims as I hoped it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all grew up playing Sims, didn't we? Um, yeah, so then when I left architecture, um, did had to do a lot more digging into what it was that I liked about buildings and found um, a real estate course at Oxford Brooks and the modules sounded a lot more interesting and what I wanted to do, so went and did that. And it seems to have worked out well so far. <laughs> Fantastic, yes. Um, and so now your current role is a graduate surveyor, right? It is, yeah. And so how did you how did you get into that, and what's your job role involved now? So I so I worked for Cushman and Wakefield, mm -hmm. um, and I was offered the job off the back of an internship I did with them, yes. which is fantastic. And for any young people looking to get into property, I like get as much experience as possible because the contacts you make are amazing so can't thank people on my internship enough for giving me this job um but as a graduate surveyor i have the opportunity to rotate into different departments so it's a two-year sort of training course before you set your final apc and um choose a permanent role um currently i'm in some, a team called development consulting okay um so that's it's really interesting it's not how most people would think about development so instead of us looking at a specific site and building something on it or seeing what should be built on it ours is more like long-term strategies so advising landowners like local authorities on how they should use their land or plan for their area to create best value which isn't necessarily money value it's wider community and stuff like that Okay, that sounds really interesting. And so how how much longer, if you don't mind me asking, if you've got until your APC, how many more rotations? 
So this is my final rotation now, and I will hopefully sit in October, November time this year. Um, so before this rotation, I was in something called Global Occupier Services, mm -hmm. which um, does corporate solutions for um, big occupiers of real estate. So instead of them obviously owning the land, they occupy it. Yeah. Um, we do long-term strategies and cost-saving methods for them. Um, before that, I was in something quite niche. I was in healthcare valuation. So luckily, I've had a real mix of my rotations. Yes, it sounds like you are. And what pathway are you on? You on commercial property practice? Yes, commercial property. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's really exciting. And when you when you would start out and you were asking for internships, was it just a case of you asking as many people as possible? Can you give me some work experience? Was that where you started? Um. Yeah, so I, well, I've been quite lucky. Um, at university, I was nominated for um, an award. And then from that exposure, I, um, I interviewed for, for that award. And two people on the panel then offered me an internship off the back of that. Wow. Um, <laughs> but then for, for other people who maybe don't have that exposure, um, before I went into property when I was doing architecture, I still didn't have any contacts and I literally just went and out and asked as many people as possible um, and then obviously the more internships or work shadowing placements that you get the more people you meet who can then introduce you to other people and it's often just trying to break in through that little crack in the door um, yeah. and yeah that's the funny thing about property once you're in everything's so much easier but it was very daunting for me coming in with no contacts whatsoever and just having to make it on your own because it's everyone seems to know everyone. <laughs> okay, yes, I understand that. And so it is about just asking as many people as possible. It's about seeing someone and thinking, okay, I like what you do. Let me just ask that interesting question. You know, what, what can you tell me about your job? And then that's the conversation started. I think the conversation starting is the most difficult, isn't it? Exactly. And that's something that I've taken with me throughout my rotations as well. Because as a graduate, you're not always going to be able to do the most exciting jobs. Like there's there's grunt work you've got to do. You've just got to get stuck in. Um, but something I always live by is being interested in everyone, what everyone else is doing and their work. And if there's a project that I wanted to be on, I'd go to them and I'd talk to them about it. I'd show an interest. I'd be enthusiastic. And more often than not, they were then happy to bring me on board to help them with that project. And it just makes you stick in their mind a little bit more where they're like, oh, she showed an interest in this. I'm going to want her on this project next, next time or just yeah. building your application as you go. Fantastic. So everybody out there who's listening, conversations are absolutely key here. So let's move on to um, how did you have the confidence to then go in and set up creation and why is it a necessary service? Because it sounds like an amazing, um, amazing platform. But what, <laughs> what started it all? So I guess it was born a little bit out of frustration. Um, as a graduate, um, the market is fairly difficult at the moment. There's a lot less going on, um, for people, uh, allowing people to meet other people. Yeah. And I remember yeah. like in your in an in induction week, everyone always says to you, people that you meet now, they're gonna be with you throughout your career, um, the contacts you're building. Um, and although there's lots of industry events, most of them you have to pay for mm -hmm. or be invited to. And for a lot of my friends, um, they weren't able to access these. I wasn't able to access these. But then 
in some instances, I was lucky enough to have had an invitation. So on the one hand, I couldn't access them on my own, but on the other hand, I was lucky enough to have gone to a couple to know, really know the benefit of meeting people at events. Yeah. Um, so Rosanna and myself, um, we, we did actually contact a couple of networking organizations and said, would you be able to put on an event for free for like people in their early career? Um, and unfortunately for a lot of these organizations, it's not a possibility because um, they either don't have the funds or they need their profits for other, other methods. And although they, there is a desire to support the younger or early careers in the industry, there's not the means. And yeah. me and Rosanna were quite determined people. So after this conversation, we literally looked at each other and we were like, should we just do it ourselves? Uh, and 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 so we did, I remember we were sat and we drafted this rushed email to the, um, at the time he was head of Cushion and Wakefield UK and Ireland, um, Colin Wilson, he's now uh, been promoted to CEO of EMEA. Um, but we, we just drafted this email to him saying, we've got this amazing idea, we, we want it to be independent of Cushion and Wakefield, but we really want your support um, in getting it off the ground. <laughs> and my heart was beating so fast and we... <laughs> had to close our eyes and press the send button and he emailed back I think within an hour saying I'd like a meeting this sounds great <laughs> um, um, it was just like I don't know how I had the confidence or we had the confidence to do it I think having someone to share it with we could bounce with each other but my advice to people is just like don't hold yourself back you, you just need to put yourself out there and and if you're showing willing, then people are often there to support. And, and that's how it's grown. I've just been out there speaking to people. Rosanna's been out there speaking to people. And um, it's nerve wracking. But you have to harness that energy and, um, and get the support. Yes. And so what happens at these networking events? So it's networking events for younger property professionals, right? Yeah. So we, we don't normally define it by age, although most of our um, membership is young we say early career because it's there to support people who's who maybe can't get funding to go to events through their company yeah so it could be someone who's it's maybe their second career or something um, but essentially our events are completely free our membership is completely free so people sign up to our mailing list from our website mm -hmm. um, and then um, we we run it Rosanna and I run it with a committee of six and individuals from our sponsor companies um, who are also early career professionals in real estate and um, and yeah we, we, we choose a theme um, that we like so our next event that's coming up is on autonomous vehicles and how they could disrupt the real estate industry mm -hmm. um, and the format is normally I don't know 45 minutes to an hour of interactive discussions or panels um, with networking afterwards there's always some, some beverages and some and refreshments food provided as well just to get the conversations flowing brilliant sounds great and so all you have to do is go to the website and sign up for your mailing list and then you'll hear about all of the networking events yes yeah fantastic so everybody i'm going to put the link to the creation website below this podcast so do click on that if you're interested and go over and find out about what they're doing next it's really exciting so next question is have you got mentors within the property industry and how did you stumble across them? Yes, I, I do. I have a formal mentor. Um, so I'm part of the organisation Women in Property. Yeah. Um, 
and through that they offer a, a formal mentoring um, program and my mentor Joanne Cookson she's um, fantastic so they always try and match you with someone who's in a slightly different field to yourself so obviously I'm a surveyor but Joanne is in recruitment okay. and very senior so she's there to give me um, advice um, but I also have other people who are my mentors but on a less formal structure so they've kind of taken me under their wing I think as opposed to I'm going to be your mentor and these are really just people that have stuck with me since I got into the, the industry so one of them was a judge for my very first interview for the uh, it was a women in property student award and oh. she's really looked out for me throughout my whole career and she's instrumental in why I work at Fisher and Wakefield um, and just is there to, to help and advise she helped me with like bounce ideas of her with creation um yeah fantastic so again that's just people you've come across through getting involved in different organizations yes so guys if you haven't listened to anything else from this podcast take a leaf out of harry's book and just get involved if you find something that you're interested in that's the place to really get involved and Go for it. Just chat to people. So you're doing your APC at the moment. We've already had a bit of a conversation around that. Um, but how are you finding the APC process? Um, it's interesting. I think it's it's good. <laughs> it's good to um, be made to um, try different things. So you have to reach certain competencies and they have to be different. Yeah. Um, so in my company, that fuels the, the rotation. So it means you've got to get involved in different things. Um, it can be quite difficult at times trying to reach certain levels if your um, line manager or your department don't um, apply you in the right way. Yeah. I think sometimes graduates, um, my company's great, but sometimes graduates can be viewed as like extra admin support. But for the APC, you really need to be learning and shadowing. Yeah. Um, and for anyone that's sort of struggling at the moment, my advice is that you need to be the one to sort of speak up and ask for it and drive it. Um, but so yeah, hopefully on hopefully on track. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear it. Glad to hear it. And so, final question of today's podcast: What advice would you give to anyone starting out in the industry if they were going to get into it right now? What would you advise them do? Um, my advice for everyone is always just to speak up and be heard. Um, the best thing that my first ever boss at Christian Whitefield said to me, uh, the day before I started, we, we met up and he said, I want you to challenge me. I want you to feel confident enough to voice your opinion because even though I've got a lot of experience in the industry, you're coming into it from a fresh perspective and you might have a great idea that I want to listen to. And so I think the thing that I always try and tell people is value your own opinion and speak up because people around you, yes, they might have tons of experience, but you are also important and people will take note of you more if you have the confidence to say your own opinion. Amazing. Such sound advice. Thank you so much, Harry, for coming and joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. No problem. Thank you for having me, Natasha. It's been great to come on board. Um, and thank you for being one of our inspiring individuals uh, 
through our creation website earlier on this year. It's, it's great to have this partnership going. Yes, my pleasure. And I hope that it continues for a long time to come. <laughs> Me too. I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you do, make sure that you push like and you subscribe so that you get access to all my property investment goodness every single week. And if you'd like to subscribe to my free Insider Circle and receive my property investment strategy, click on the link below and go to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and subscribe now. Thank you again for joining me this week. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.